July 15th, 1978. I'm just your average, ordinary cat. For instance, I'm crazy about nature's most perfect food. Lasagna. So why is it? Oh my god. Why is it when you when you read these you can just say all of the words that because are written down? I can read. And then when it's my turn to do it, it's like I'm I'm encountering the concept of written language it's for the first I can, time. It's because you are. It's because no, I, I can read. I've definitely read something before. I, I I can read. I can I can read. You're not wearing your glasses. Maybe that's why. Oh, maybe that's why I can do it correctly. No, maybe that's why you can't do it correctly. But I can. Well, you haven't. Where what? are your glasses? Oh, they're somewhere. You're supposed to be wearing them for screens. Oh, yeah, well, I will at some point. Hello, listeners. Hello, everyone. As, as you can tell, this is a Garfield <laughs> podcast. Uh, welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It is, to the extent of my research, the only podcast about Garfield where me, Guy Kelly... And me... Hello. Do a podcast about Garfield. It is actually, yeah. This is. is the only one where we do a podcast about Garfield. That means that we now can't do any other podcast about Garfield. We could do it later. That, like what we say in this episode, isn't set in state. Doesn't invalidate any future. We're not clo- We're not pruning branches of the time tree. Like the in Loki, what were they called? The TVA or something? The time prunes. The time prunes. The time yeah. that keep you regular, like <laughs> clockwork. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh dear! The time, the time. It's gone a bit bummy already. It's gone. It's gone a bit bummy already. (laughs) I don't like Mondays. It's gone a bit bummy already. If this is your first exposure to what can only be described as this, uh, this is this is what it is, isn't it? There's no excuse me. Catherine yawns. (laughs) Sorry. We don't edit this, uh, partly because we don't respect the work that we are analysing, and also I, I can't really be asked. I don't, um, I don't want to. No. And I don't want to pay anyone to either. No, it's effort. If, if, you want, effort. if you want a podcast that is well edited and has music and sounds nice, try the fortnightly guide to the Sega-sational world of Sonic the Comic. Yeah, I like that podcast, even though it's, I never read the comic in the first place. I like that podcast, and I did read the comic in the first place. Mm. So, listeners... that's where we are I guess you might I dreamt about doing this podcast last night so I I woke up you've been a bit anxious about it I have I woke up at about three in the morning and couldn't get back to sleep for about three hours yeah I had to put my um like is that why you put the eye mask on why I put my eye mask on because your phone is really bright I just thought you were like ratching about in the in the drawer just to have a little scrabble around no I wasn't sleep ratching I I was genuinely I was looking for my eye mask because the light from the phone was kept waking me up. I turned it down as much as I could. Yeah, but when you go onto a screen which has like a white, bright background, it still was. In I was lighting. looking at a lot of pictures of of close ups of mice. Yeah, that explains and, it. But yeah, no, it was waking me up, so I just put an eye mask on. That's that's fair. Um, and I yeah, I it I wasn't exactly anxiety dreams, but I was lying tossing and turning. I I get thoughts stuck in my head. Um, what, when you're like half awake, those kind of things. Constantly, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, one of the thoughts was um, a line from a Johnny and the Baptist song, which was just, if I were God, repeated in Johnny Donahoe's voice over and over again. The other one was, we should talk about spicy milk on this podcast. We're going to talk <laughs> about spicy milk. It's kind of what lasagna is. And occasionally my brain would go, spicy blood. No, that's the plot of Bloodborne. Spicy what milk. If God was spicy blood? Well, it is... In Bloodborne. 
Don't yeah, have the spice. Oh my god, yes, you've, that's you've, true. You're being too spicy. Too spicy. And you'll let yourself down. Oh no. Um, we should put some context on that because it was such a cute story. We were in a pub um, with, with the lovely John Log Blythe, we were, host actually, of yeah. Better Podcast yeah. Regular Features. Yeah. Um, and there was this gorgeous, gorgeous little dog um, who was incredibly excited to see everyone was and she to say hello Lucy to everyone. Layla or something. Uh, Layla. Layla, yeah. And Layla the dog was like all over the shop and getting on her. the sofas, moving yeah, back and forth, she was snuffling, so, visiting other dogs. So charming and so friendly. Um, and her person was like no you can't go outside Layla you're too spicy and you'll only embarrass yourself you'll only let yourself down just as a way of disciplining a dog saying (laughs) with sort of quiet and gentle exasperation no you're being too spicy don't don't be spicy you're being too spicy Layla come here and settle down no you can't go outside you'll be you're too spicy and you'll only let yourself down Today. I think it's like I got woken up by three o'clock in the morning by someone's telephone. So spicy milk. They are not like a chai. I don't mean spices in the sense of cardamom. I mean like you hot. Mean like hot spice. But not hot milk, like hot milk you'd have before going to bed. You can have like a little bit of cayenne pepper in a chai sometimes. But I don't I don't I like just it, mean like it's... spicy milk. Would it invalidate the with the milk? Cancel out the, the hot because you're mean, supposed like you to. Can, you can have a spicy. If you eat a chili, you're supposed to eat a milk. You can drink. have a, a spice. You might maybe need to put more chili in it to feel the effect. I don't know because if you you can have like a spicy kind of creamy curry that's got. You know, well, I'm not suggesting it. it'll like vanish. I don't think it's going to just turn into water or is invalidate. This, is this the kind of culinary equivalent of the question about the aeroplane on the treadmill? On the treadmill that causes <laughs> forums yeah. to explode. The answer is the plane will take off. It won't, though. Of course it won't. It's got nothing to do with the wheels on the floor. It's the jets that are moving the plane forward. At some point, the the forward thrust from the jets will overcome any frictional resistance or whatever it is that is caused by the treadmill. It will take off. Imagine that the wheels are not there. But then it, the, imagine it, that the wheels are not there. There'd be a horrible, then, there'd be imagine, a, there'd be a horrible it, scraping noise. And then imagine the forward thrust of the jets. Yeah, but the treadmill would still push it. doesn't it matter. Off. It's irrelevant. What if it's a really good treadmill? Oh, no. <laughs> are you, are you, are you a takeoff trooper? Own, Is this what you are? We've fallen to our own, what's the word? Hoist by our own petard. Oh, dear. So dreams have now come true because I'm now talking about, spicy, talking about milk spicy milk on the podcast, and I would. I kind of want a cup of chai now. I might get one after we're done with this. I might make Ooh. one. Do you want one? Um, if you're going to boil an egg, put the egg on to boil now, and we'll tell you when it'll be done for a soft boiled egg. How long does it take for a soft boiled egg? Six Depends minutes. how many eggs you've got in the pan. Well, I, said an, the pan I said an egg. Small, I didn't... small pan, an egg, probably about six minutes. Yeah. And water. And, and so water. yeah, do that now. Or put it into boiling water, like make put sure the water bo- is, is boiling. I think Delia Smith says you don't. Delia Smith, I have to duck say, steady on. Right. Have we have we done this? I don't know. On a we've, podcast, we've had this conversation. Oh, we've had true. Saint Delia on, on this occasion. I think Delia actually, I disagreed with her how to cook series, starting with how to boil an egg because it's oh, really difficult. This is the inverse of last week's episode where I pretended you waged a hate campaign against Ken Dot. And now what you're actually saying is that I'm you spit saying, on the culinary no, career of Delia I Smith. I personally disagree with Delia's insistence on starting off her How to Cook course with How to Boil an Egg. I remember watching that. What was it, like 2000-something? It was good anyway. I enjoyed I it. I've got the book. I, must, I, I know you've got the book. No, you tear a page really out. Boiling an egg is really hard. 
It's really difficult to get. Oh, here's a genuine tip. Um, <laughs> if you're boiling an egg and you want either a hard boiled or a soft boiled um, so that the egg doesn't crack, um, particularly no. if you've just taken it straight out of the fridge, get a little um, drawing pin or one of those um, thumbtack pins. Um, and make a tight prick, a tiny I, little hole in the end of the egg. I don't think you should pin Trust an egg. I don't think you should pin no, an egg. It works every time. It stops it from cracking because no, it's but then just you get a little, little bit of like egg no, jism coming out. No, you don't. Well, you do because the, the, the egg, the internal egg pressures. You don't though. Whenever um, I boil an egg, you've had eggs that I have boiled. I have. I genuinely I cannot really remember the last time. <laughs> I think we've got some crumpets and marmite and eggs. We've got crumpets and marmite. Yeah. Crumpets are the, the tryptophobes nightmare. No, yeah. are they? Which yeah, 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 sorry, I'm yeah. thinking of muffins. You're thinking of muffins. Muffins. No, muffins are the smooth ones. Crumpet. Muffins are hockey, like hockey pucks, but bread. Yeah. Um, crumpets are the ones with the little holes in. And with a crumpet, when you taste it, and then you get loads of butter, and the butter sinks in down into the little holes and forms little reservoirs. I'm not sure. And then that... you put marmite on, and then you can have it with an egg. I'm not sure that the rubberiness of a crumpet is acceptable for me if I had a soft boiled egg. But you, you toast it though, so there's like rubberiness yeah, surrounded by, by, a by crisp crunch, shell. By crisp, yeah. Oh, I, I think texturally, it's not... that's a nightmare. Ideally, you do want a toasted slice of like a plain white bread. Like a kind of, you know, a 50p loaf from the corner shop kind of white bread. Um, covered in butter and marmite. And then cut into little soldiers. Where do you stand on people who refer to a soft-boiled egg as a dippy egg? Fuck off. <laughs> wow. So, I, what, so, are you five? Wow. So many five... Dippy, oh, dippy eggs. Oh, Oh, going down to the pub in uh, Hoxton for some dippy eggs. Oh, yeah. I mean, you say that, but wouldn't you lose your mind if a pub did a soft-boiled egg for, like, three quid a go? That's quite expensive. Does that include a lot of toast? Like, unlimited toast, maybe? How much? No, you wouldn't want unlimited toast with a single boiled egg. All right. You'd, Does would... it, is it unlimited boiled eggs and toast? Oh, God, no, of course <laughs> it's not. Imagine a no. cafe, right. Okay, okay. Well, business idea. Business idea. We'll get on to Garfield in a minute. Oh, yeah, this is a but... Garfield review podcast, <laughs> yeah. as you can tell. But, right, imagine, like, you know how there's like those kind of gimmick cafes, like the breakfast cafe, which has got like cereals and stuff? Yeah. Right, a cafe which serves absolutely nothing except tea. Right. Really good tea. Really good tea. Really good tea. And... Boiled eggs and toast. Right. That's it. You just go in and you you're sat down at a nice table with like a blue and white exists. gingham table. No, I think this exists. And it's just boiled eggs. I think and... this exists. I think oh, God, this. Of course it does. No, as like a as an in, um not what's the word that isn't incentive concept. No, not not impetus, not incentive. In- incentive. No, like it's a situation designed for intentional purposes, uh, like not an approach. Some art. No. Uh, not a prosthesis, that's a leg. <laughs> when there's a, an in... Ah, you are? I, I like an in... And, ooh, it's one of those. Where I don't it's know a what thing. you're talking about. Where, like, if you and I set up something to help cats with with mange, and it would be like a project. Charity. No, like a charity, but like something a charity would do. And don't say charity again, because it can be used as a verb. And now I'm on to you. I see you. I don't. Right. Not only do I not understand what word you're grasping for, but I don't understand why you need to grasp for that word. Well, because it's not there, and it's really annoying. Do you want like an enterprise? Of... So, sort of, but like, yeah, an ent- no, like an enterprise, like a scheme, like a scheme, a word, not like a plot, but like you're just a... describing cafes as schemes. <laughs> we've got, we've got the word cafe. <laughs> They're a racket. If we've got that word, you no. can just use that word. <laughs> no, but it's like a specific. <laughs> 
I don't mean a genuine. Like, no, not a genuine. It is well, a you genuine. Mean a, f- a false scheme. No, oh God, no, because that would be a scheme. That would be a front. A scam. No, not a scam. Are you implying like the mafia are involved in boiled eggs and toast? Oh God, I think I'm crying. Um, and I can't tell whether it's good. Look. What? Not You've a, gone not bright a... red. You've gone absolutely puce. <laughs> With rage. Like, it's a scheme, but it's not a ploy or a con. It's a genuine... Ca- so I'm not talking about general cafes. Which, which of course, cafe. is a high-ranking <laughs> member of the breakfast military. It's... Look, general cafes. General cafes. Lieutenant sausages. Lieutenant... <laughs> Of course they have to look after the soldiers. Captain Baked Beans. Listen. Listen. Stop it. Stop. Take that egg off the boil. It's been six minutes. Stop it. Okay, it's been six minutes from when I first said boil the egg. And then in a couple of seconds, there'll be the second six minutes. Your egg should be done by now. Listen. It's not the general cafes. Oh, he'd have a hat that's a fried egg. He'd have a hat that was like... And a baton for a right, sausage. So you know how like, in like, schools sometimes, they, and, and in churches, they had like Easter bonnet competitions? Yes. It'd be like that, but it'd be like a fancy hat that's just a, a full English. So what you're saying is... Who sang Mama Yokero? Not Zsa Zsa Gabor. She had la- shoes. The lady with the fruit on her head. Yeah, Carmen, Carmen Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like a, a greasy Carmen Miranda. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds like a slur. Like in a little bowl. Beans in a bowl. That's also revelatory. If you're making a full English breakfast, put your beans in a separate bowl. Then you can choose how much you want them to mix with your other items. Anyway. (laughs) This has been Cat Kelly's Breakfast Apartheid. Keep the beans separate. No, I'm not saying keep them separate. I'm just saying you can choose, you know, like how much you want, for example, your hash browns or your beans to be soaked, you know, in the bean juice. So it's a cafe that does boiled eggs, toast and tea. Right. And it's pay what you want. And it's a scheme. Oh, no, I had the word again and it's gone. It's not incentive, it's not mean, invective. Do you mean like a kind of, is it for like folks who are unhomed? Yes. Right. So, so like the idea is people who might not have a, a ready supply of, of breakfast can go, can go there that's a and have some breakfast. And then people yeah, who want to support it's like a kind of the venture. Initiative! initiative. <laughs> oh, oh God, what sweet relief. Initiative. It's an initiative. Right. It's yeah. an initiative. Yeah, I get for you. For eggs, and so like, if you want to support the initiative, you can go and pay like fifty quid for your boiled egg. Oh, that's a and, nice idea. Yeah. And then that'll pay for a lot of people's breakfasts. Yeah. It's oh, not an infinite boiled egg situation, and it's not a Hoxton scam. That's a nice idea, but separately, I do also want an establishment where I can go in and just say to someone, "Bring me as many eggs as I want." We've had this conversation before, and I think it was where we <laughs> was went with, to a place. It was with fried eggs. It was with fried, egg. fried eggs. In, yeah, because there was fried eggs on the menu at two pound a go, and yeah. you, like feet that suggests that if you have a wild amount of money, patreon.com forward slash IDLM podcast listeners, you could just go there and slap a thousand pounds on the so table. Bring me all bring of me your eggs. Bring me five hundred fried eggs, you cunt, and then they. Wow. <laughs> Very aggressive, egg aggressive, invective, invective, but with eggs, invective. Mine worked. Wow. Should we talk about a comic? I guess we should. 
I don't really want it. Spicy <laughs> milk. Well, the thing is, this That's feels... That's what an egg is. An egg is spicy. Yeah. An egg is neither spicy nor milk. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It feels like it should occupy the same consensual space. There's spices and milk. Is this because yeah. it's dairy? Why is yeah. it? Why is egg it dairy? Shouldn't, it shouldn't be dairy. It shouldn't but it be is. dairy. Yeah, it shouldn't be dairy, but it is. It shouldn't be dairy. Other breakfast items. Other bre- are available. Um, mushrooms with a fried English. With a fried English. Yeah. Mushroom. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. Someone woke me up at 3am with a bright, shiny telephone. Because they were zooming in on a mime and thinking yeah, because, about spicy because we're milk. Because we're in the future and that's what people do apparently at 3am now. I was reading spooky stories because I couldn't sleep. Yeah, helpful. And then it didn't work. They just made me anxious. <laughs> and then I thought I should talk about spicy milk on our Garfield podcast, which this is. Welcome. We are in episode 27 of this podcast. Is it 27 already? It's 27 already. It's only been two years. For this yeah. weekly podcast to get to episode 27. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's a podcast where we review Garfield, starting from the very first strip. Uh, thus far, some of them been, have been charming, and some of them have been important you know, omens of the inevitable Garfield downfall. Mm. Um, Garfield apocalypse. Garfmageddon. Yeah, they'll tell, I'll accept that, actually, yeah. Tentatively, but I will accept the, the it. The D's. End of D's nuts. End of D's nuts, yeah. <laughs> what, what even? Now I want two like tiny feet for my testicles. You're you know being you... very spicy this morning. <laughs> I cannot go outside. Yeah. I will only, make, I will <laughs> only show down. myself yeah. up. Why is showing yourself up the same as letting yourself down? Never going to show you up. Never going to... Boil an egg. Boil an egg. Never gonna make a breakfast. Take off. Yeah. Never gonna wear a hat like a general. Um, why is what? Sorry. I don't know. What did you say? Why is let yourself down uh, the same as show yourself up? I don't know. Great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just idioms, aren't they? Someone do some fan art and email us a picture of general cafes. General cafes. Yeah. It would have been better if I'd said that around the time and when I'd thought about saying that rather than waiting until the conversation had long since passed. Um, but yeah. if your egg's still boiling, it'll be hard. Yeah, definitely. It'll be like a salad egg by now. A salad egg? Yeah. Wasn't that a great warrior? Salad. N- no. What? No. A salad egg is like when you have an egg and you slice. Have you ever seen the long egg? Yes, I've seen it. you. I I introduced you to the long Did egg you? and you didn't believe me that it was a long how egg. How do they make? How do they get the yolks to stay in the middle of the long egg? Discipline. <laughs> Rigorous discipline. <laughs> do they do they do the white first and then slip the yolks in and then oh, cook it? Please again? never say slip <laughs> the yolks in in quite such a salacious slip the ugh. <laughs> Oh, how fundamentally unpleasant a notion. Do you remember the bag of eggs that was like the bag of wet eggs? Do you remember the machine that... Do you remember the machine? No, but the machine where it just extrudes a column of egg. No. There was a, there was, it was a whole an thing. An egg on, column machine. An egg column machine. There was a whole thing on Twitter a couple of years ago where you'd you'd put eggs in the machine and it would squeeze oh, it out a long thing. egg. Like an omelette thing, but okay. not actually a boiled egg, whereas a long egg is like a kind of thing of catering. A thing of catering. Yeah, where yeah. you slice the egg and then put it into such as a salad. Shut up, OneDrive. We're recording a podcast. Well, 
I guess. Well, I keep thinking I should make my stream notifications uh, just like general computer failure sounds. So like oh the, the Mac error noise. That... Do you know, I was listening to a podcast last night. Um, it's a really good one um, about engineering disasters um, called Well, There's Your Problem, which is an incredible name for a podcast about engineering disasters. Anyway, um, and um, one of the podcast um, hosts... Um, like all of a sudden, one that like her, her fire alarm went off in the background, oh and it's exactly the same as our fire alarm. And my oh phone no. was really loud, and also on Alexa. So I was like, "Oh my god, what's that? What's that? Why is the fire alarm going off?" And then um, she was like, "It's my fire! It's my fire alarm! It's my fire alarm!" Um, and then I had to turn the podcast off and double check that it was actually the fire alarm on the podcast. Oh, that's no it was. Good. It was really unsettling. And why would you leave that in a podcast? Probably because they don't edit it either. <laughs> Um, do they not edit that? I don't know. Lazy I don't bastards. Know. They might do. But I don't wow. know. Imagine not editing a podcast. Yeah. Imagine just sitting in front of a microphone and talking about everything apart from the subject of your podcast for 20 minutes and 38 yeah, We really seconds. ought to start reviewing this comic strip, I suppose. But do you know any, what? Any updates? Any so news? far, so far on this podcast, I've sort of gone, you know what, right, we'll get to it. But on this one, it's almost like there's a kind of, you know, when you put two, two sort of north poles of magnets together. Hmm. I feel a repulsion from this comic. Yeah. Like, I feels, don't want to look at it. I don't want to talk about it's it. It's not the beginning of the end, because I've I've skipped forwards and, and had a look at a couple. And there are some good ones. Yeah. Um, but it's it's where the rot sets in. Like, see, I'm not sure about that. But I think we can come to I, it. That's interesting, actually. You... Mm. I, I, it's that whole kind of the freshness a, element. Yeah, this is a joke, which like an egg, like an egg, fresh yeah. from the cloaca of an obliging hen. I really like chickens. The cloaca of an obliging hen would be a terrible pub name, but would have a wonderful sound. I love the noise they just constantly make. I just want... Anyway, just always making noise. Always be chickening. Anyway. Oh, we really should, though. Do you reckon we could get Beardy Man on as a guest? Maybe. From a from a bock bock heg perspective. Maybe. Because he's nice, isn't he? He is a really nice person. Yeah. yeah. He'd he talk some shit with us. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I quite like just having us too, having a chat. You know, it would be nice to have guests on, but, you it's, know. It's, it freshens things up a yeah, bit, doesn't it? that's true. That's not, oh, look at that. I've got bitten by a flea or something. Um, some little for the, midge. For the listeners at home, uh, there is a giant swelling the size of an egg on Cat's There's arm. Not, it's tiny. It's pulsating. But that one, I burnt uh, my arm on the kettle. Why? I was just reached over to get the tea thing, and I forgot that the kettle was boiling. Um, and yeah, it was a couple of days ago. And that um, looks nasty. Yeah, and there's like that a little metal bit. It was oh. partly from the steam and partly from the metal bit. Yeah. Ooh, be like aware. The whole thing was steam. Yeah. Be aware of your kettles because yeah, yeah. steam is hotter than 100 degrees. That's the point. If you're boiling an egg like on a mountain, mm. do you have to boil it for longer on account of yeah, the boiling I think so. point yeah, of water it's hard, being lower? It's hard. Like cups of tea at high level. Are not as hot or something. Yeah, so presumably for a soft-boiled egg. You could put it in a pressure cooker, maybe. Mmm. But they're dangerous. I wouldn't want to bring a pressure cooker on a mountain for the purpose. No, but I mean, like, there are some cities which are, like, quite high up. You know, like, in the Andes. That's true. Where does he keep his sleeves up his Andes? (laughs) Now, was I saying up his arsehole, or was I just looking at my wife and saying arsehole? It's, It's almost impossible to tell. It was like a kind of half-remembered dream joke. Napoleon, where does Napoleon keep his armies? Corsica. Up his sleeveys. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I think that was in the Ha Ha Bonk joke I like the Ha Ha Bonk The Ha Ha Bonk joke book was very, very good. The Ha Ha Bonk book. It wasn't called the Ha Ha Bonk joke book. No, that, but it was breaks... a joke book. Yeah, but that the breaks Ha-ha the... The Ha Ha Bonk book. 
the ha ha bonk book. Yeah. My copy of that, for some bizarre reason, got thrown up onto the school roof. <gasps> oh, no. Um, it wasn't even like malevolent. It was like. Um, <laughs> it, it was. An, an errant gust. No, no, it was just. I think someone was just like. Um, someone was just throwing stuff around and it ended up on the roof. Oh, it was a to, big game. You have to be. Hey, to, to quote. Sonic the Comic, the podcast. You have to be a powerful child. Yeah, but also this was like the prefabs that were all built in the like 1960s. Uh, yeah. um, and they were still at my primary school in the 1980s. Yeah. Um, we had that. They were like only going to be there for five years. Like 20 years later, we were still in a freezing cold, shitty prefab. What was the Postman book that was... The Jolly Postman. The Jolly Postman. With the, where it had... Oh, I loved it. Where you could open the, the little, little gribbly letters. bits. It's basically I remember that like being that. reviewed on like either Going Live or Live and Kicking or something. It's like the, the book S that I've got over there. It's like the Jolly Postman book for grown-ups. Oh, I love the Jolly it, Postman. It was really good, wasn't it? It was so cute. Do you know what I want to do as a little hobby? I want to make a tiny miniature like shop or something like out of card and paper and paint it just just miniature things or a little miniature library this is where you get into the warhams again isn't it no i used to like i was a very lonely child because (laughs) all of my friends i did have a lot of friends which were very nice in secondary school but they all lived quite a long way away oh yeah yeah Um, my my girlfriend goes to a different school you wouldn't know her well no it's because i went to um a school in these which had a massive catchment area so like my closest friend was 20 minutes drive away well 10 minutes drive. But I didn't drive, obviously. The village that I grew up in just had a selection of, like, differently unpleasant bullies rather than friends. Yeah, fair enough. No, I had, I had a lot of nice friends. I had a really close friendship group. But as I say, we're like, we were all... And this was, like, you know, back in the days when there was no internet. So we would wait until, like, 7 o'clock or whenever, you know, free calls would roll around and then just take up the phone line for two free hours. Free phone calls. Yeah, take up the phone line for two hours. Are you still on the phone? What if someone wants to ring and no one's going to ring us, mother? Get off the phone! And now the idea of a friend phoning me throws me into a rage. I love a phone call, Charlotte. I love it. Never phone me. If it's a a friend, I love it, yeah. Oh, no. Warn me beforehand, at least, otherwise I'll think someone's died. No, I really like it. God, no. If if I got a phone call right now from a friend, my first thought would be, someone's died. Yeah, no, fair enough, because things are a bit different now. But if someone phones you up and is, or, or is, you know, sends you a message and is like, oh, you're free for a chat, that's nice. I like that. Well, yeah, with a warning, but... Ooh. Yeah, with a little bit of a warning, yeah. It's like when parents like text you just the word OK, full stop, or we, we need to call talk. me. Yes. Yeah, what? I need to talk to you later. Like, she's yeah. why? Just a message from mum, call me, full stop. Oh, Jesus, who's died? Yeah. Oh, do you remember that recipe you asked me for? I found it in the back of the cupboard. Oh, yeah. God. And then, then meanwhile, yeah. you you found out that, like, six months later, like, oh, yeah, your dad had a fall six months ago. We thought he'd died. Like, oh, okay, we're, all right, all right, good. Why are they like Why this? Why are they... Is that being too spicy or being not spicy enough? What do you mean? Being like that. Being like that? That's mm. being too spicy. Is that, that's being not spicy. It's too spicy. Is it? Too spicy. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Everything in life can be divided into two spicy. Into spicy and not spicy. And not too spicy, spicy, including milk. Including milk. Which is the basis of a white sauce, which is used for a bechamel? Ah, this passes the bechamel test. It's 27 minutes. We really have to review this comic. I don't want to, but we have to. Garfield the cat, in panel one, looks towards the camera, as if he's a news reporter. It's about to say he looks like a newsreader. Yeah, it's at the end of, the, of a newscast, and it's the... And in other and news, finally, the, the yeah. wacky section. The squirrel riding a skateboard. Yeah. Uh, local man has drawn a face on an egg every day for the last six months in order to woo an ostrich nearby. 
and it's worked. And then they have an interview with him, and he's he's a bit. And then like the final the man, shot is of a long egg. Who was the man who made the tiny bicycles that enraged you? <laughs> I can't remember. Do you remember? It, was like, it was like an old clip from like oh what was it nationwide or something in the 70s or 80s and it was a man who had a series of increasingly tiny bicycles and that like, he used to ride around t- like on. a couple of packets of cigarettes in size yeah. was one of them a it, tiny yeah, bicycle and you just sit on them and ride them around and there's something I even thinking about <laughs> it now has made me almost incandescent with rage like well, we've joked about or I've joked and you've suffered through me, me describing your anger towards Ken Dodd and Delia Smith but this is genuinely... genuinely like, it's something, you, something about those tiny bicycles <laughs> makes me really cross. You genuinely got cross at the quirky man and his little bicycle. There's just something about it. It's just... It's the... Is it the British eccentric? It's the, it's the eccentrism of it. It's the... Um, the eccentric. Yeah, it's it's the kind of, oh, look at me, sort of, you know, the, 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 the self-conscious... Um, the, is, it the, is it the choice of being it's wacky the choice of self-conscious absurdity yeah what is this podcast if not the choice of self-conscious absurdity why is this podca- podcast different from a man collecting and riding increasingly tiny bicycles it isn't that's my secret captain I'm always angry <laughs> <laughs> it isn't any different this, this, is, this is also self-conscious absurdity but what else is there? So is your anger toward, directed towards him? Is that because he? It's most. It's also directed it towards the bicycles. <laughs> right. Let's not. Let's yeah. not forget those pricks. It's because they're tiny, and that's irrational. That's completely irrational. I recognise that as what? like some part of my brain. There's a wire going in the wrong direction, mm, and that and that m- wire. Most of yeah, them, I'd that, say. that wire is going from tiny bicycle to fury. And there's like a direct connection, and I'm not sure why. From tiny bicycles to fury. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just get a little connection in the brain, and it's probably something that I saw when I was like small, like a like a clown on a kids' TV show that was annoying because it was interrupting an interesting segment or something like that. It would it'll be something something way back in the mists of time that I can't even remember, but it's just forged that connection between tiny bicycles and incandescent rage, and I don't know why. Wow. It's just you know that stuff happens. It's it, they are annoying. <laughs> They're really annoying. They? They're really deeply annoying. The concept of of building, maintaining, and riding an excessively tiny bicycle. Seriously, these are very is small bikes. Extraordinarily irritating. Like there's not a saddle really to sit on yet. He has to sort of hunch. His hands and his feet are all next. I'm gonna have to find this video and put a link to it in the show the, notes. The little think. kind of the little waggling of his feet in order to pedal the bicycle is also extremely irritating. Like it's too small. It's ridiculous. Fucking sort yourself out and your stupid fucking bicycles. Get away with you. Well, this has been I Don't Like Mondays, the Garfield podcast. We were looking at Garfield newsreader. So he looks like a newsreader, getting to the, and finally, quirky little bit of news. He looks smug, there's there's one arm folded, there's one arm outstretched, and Garfield is thinking, I'm just your average, ordinary cat. Yeah, he's, he's directing towards the reader, isn't he? he um, he's telling he's, that to he's, us. His face is very, very jowly. Um, he's got, yeah, as you say, kind of quite a smug expression. Um, and the I'd little hooded eyes. Yeah, his eyes are a little bit bigger in this one, um, I'd say. But maybe that's just because we've got a kind of close-up of Garfield. Mm. It, it's um, fine. Um, yeah. it, it, there's a smirk to him. Like yeah. I, if, if you were shown these panels individually, like an hour apart, 
and then had to <laughs> Garfield on the hour every hour. Oh, Rolling twenty-four hour Garfield. This could be a fun little game. Like an exquisite corpse, but not. Like I show you the first panel of a Garfield, and then you tell me where that panel like where it goes, what the next panel will be. And then a bit like only connect a little or? bit like only connect where you've got like oh, uh, oh the little clue a sausage in a hat and then the sec you 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 guess and the oh it's operating one is a bowl systems of beans, yeah and the third one is and the some answer bacon, is breakfast and the answer is breakfast yeah. yeah so like I'd show you this you'd guess what the next two panels are then I'd show you the second panel all right so a guess for I'm just your average ordinary cat it could be anything like. Many of that's why within the corpus of Garfield, but this is again what I was talking about in terms of our our. our but Garfield our, our, isn't a cat. We are almost like a kind of omniscient narrator when it comes to Garfield lore because it's so heavily permeated our collective consciousness that we 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 have that kind of innate knowledge of the nature of Garfield. Um, you know, so so when he says, "I'm just your average ordinary cat." We know that that's a setup for something which an average ordinary cat will not do. I would what s- does Garfield do that average ordinary cats do not do? He eats lasagna. But we he, don't know he, that yet. Well, that's the thing. We know that. We know that. We now, know that now, but, but the reader the did not. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. So this is the kind of the first instance of it. And, and that's why. Well, let's and, let's not. And therefore, not. it's kind of it's like it's like you know. Schrodinger's lasagna is simultaneously stale and fresh <laughs> from the perspective of the observer, depending on you know how how the observer kind of oscillates. It's like that the the trick of the um you know the visual um the young woman and the, the crone. young woman and the crone yeah how the kind you know the kind of the, your 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 perception of it oscillates wildly between them while they are simultaneously both. So anyway, I'd say in the past, back in back in back in the day. July 15th, 1978. Somebody who has previously seen 26 other Garfield strips and found them jolly. They would look at this first panel and think, oh, something's awry. I think we know, from what we know about Garfield at this point, is he's going to... He's mischievous. He's mischievous. He's going to subvert our expectations, not of him, but of cat behaviour. And so, especially with that that little smile, as you say, the half-lidded eyes, there's, there's something... Something something peculiar yeah. is about to happen. Something curious. Yeah. Which um, leads us Yeah, panel two. Um he's kind of reaching he's got one hand paw, um his right hand paw kind of up I think he's kind right of pointing hand paw pointing a finger at He's knocking on your right hand or that's really unsettling. Cat eye a bore. Cat eye a bore is dancing with me. Horribly. Good. Uh, for instance, thinks Garfield the cat, I'm crazy about nature's most perfect food. He's reaching off off panel with his left hand. With his left hand. I, I won't say off screen because it's kind of in the similar fashion to the newscaster. This is using the visual language of television. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the other the other? Which again is an interesting point. Because Garfield is a comic strip that was syndicated in newspapers, but it's drawing on the visual language of another medium. Is this like it's, when it's becoming inter, you know, kind of cross cultural? Is this like when I mean there is something movies, intertextual in it? You know, there's the space between being, them. Like stopped being just vaudeville camera straight on shots of of a man falling over a lot, and started doing wide shots 
and like learning the language, or is this something different? I don't or is think this the so, opposite? Because I mean, that? comics by this point, nineteen seventy-eight, you know, comic strips were they were pretty mature medium in terms of telling a story. I mean, we hadn't had the kind of postmodernism of like the nineteen eighties. We're back to Grant Morrison. I was going to say, ding, ding, um, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Those of you who are marking off your bingo card, um, but uh, yeah, so so I think, but this is an interesting kind of point in time and space in that there is a a, a kind of burgeoning self-awareness of television as a medium fixated on itself okay um and i think it's interesting to see other visual art forms i use the word advisedly um kind of branching into and appropriating from that kind of visual language I i just think it's quite interesting to see the ubiquity of television starting to permeate other forms. I like it when the orange cat is rude. <laughs> Look. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not worth it, really, is it? <laughs> oh no! You sound genuinely sad. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of lost the will to live. Really, I think it's this strip. <laughs> it's just like if we try and look at this with fresh eyes. Without having been, this is the thing. This is why it's the... Schrodinger's lasagna. Yeah, if we'd been just put on to boil for six minutes in the yeah. the the roiling water of Garfield, this would be perceived as a delicious runny egg. Yeah, and yeah, because the egg of popular culture has been boiling in the water of Garfield for so long. For 40 years this is what i'm saying about you know how we're so we're so deeply involved in in the kind of you know involved in the the lore of garfield and it's permeated every this is what i'm actually doing my kind of this month's essay on about is the kind of the how how can you how can you have a form of iconoclasm when everything is an icon you know how how do you how do you destroy something with the thing itself can you should you hammers Yes, but what kind? Big ones. <laughs> Made of glass. A representational hammer. Well, then you've just got a glass hammer and nothing to do with it. Well, then you put it up on the wall and you win the second season of the Netflix glass blowing competition series, Blown Away. I guess. So, should we get him on as a guest? A tiny, tiny glass paperweight. Which says one ton on it. Yeah, that would be good. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, third panel. Gar- uh, well, we've not mentioned Garfield's uh, other paw. Obviously, his two downstairs paws are doing something. We assume standing. Um, and so the, the paw that is not going off screen. Oh, yeah, it's, it's raised. Is, with, with is raised with yeah, a finger. I said that as earlier. If, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'll yeah. go fuck myself yeah, in the show. Well, exactly. w- wow. Yeah. Precisely. This is where, if this was an edited podcast, I'd edit in the sound of footsteps walking away from the microphone. Uh, all right, the archers. That's a duck walking away. <laughs> is that a duck running away? This is a duck. Dancing. <laughs> you look so <laughs> proud of yourself. You look so proud. dancing. Wow. Imagine with a little tutu. You've just invented Donald Duck. Yeah. Or Fantasia. Swan Lake, but performed by ducks in tutus. That's fucked up. 
Is it? <laughs> is Iconoclasm. It How do we destroy? Exactly. When even the act of destroying is an icon in itself. And an act of creation. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's the problem with perpetual media input. Every act of destruction is an act of creation, I yell, being dragged out of <laughs> Greg's. I will, the f <laughs> I will never log on. The pastry from the sausage rolls still falling from my fingers. This is art. Don't you understand? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, your iconoclasm won't save you now, I yell into the microphone. Sir, this is a Wendy's, comes the response. Mm. Yes, etc, etc. Uh, Garfield's arm's wobbling a bit. <laughs> yeah, as if he's reaching to, to suggest he's reaching. Well, aren't we, aren't we all? Yeah. So he is reaching for, and what we finally see in the third panel is a lasagna. <clears throat> um, well, here we are. Well, here we are. We've arrived. Uh, funny at the time. And I don't Presumably. mean I don't mean that in the sense of like peculiar. No, it's peculiar at the time. A cat eating lasagna. Yeah. By he's, he's golly, looking, he's looking incredibly enthusiastic. He's his, got really wide eyes. His, his tongue, tongue is sticking out, yeah. hanging out of his mouth, and, and he's just reaching little... in with his horrible little dirty paws. <laughs> he's just reaching into what's supposed to be a tray of lasagna, like I a kind of baking tray. Hot. But it looks like a litter tray. It looks like a litter tray. Or also, that the... looks more like cannelloni than lasagna. I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, either cannelloni or what's the little uh, not quesadillas? Penne? The massive no, the, penne? no the, the cheese guys where you get little like roly boys. loads of small burritos. Cigarillos? Uh, no, no, that's a tiny cigar. Lo loads of small burritos and you cover them in cheese and then you bake them. Like what are those oh, guys? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Jimmy Changers? No, that's a restaurant, isn't it? That's Jimmy Chews. That's a shoe. You're a shoe. Shoe. Have to think about that one. <laughs> Jimmy, he missed a trick by calling them Jimmy Shoes. He could have called them Jimmy Shoes. And J then James everyone, Shoes. And then everyone, and would know. Would know, everyone would know what they were talking about. We should start a restaurant called Jimmy Shoes. And just sell eggs. No, sell eggs food in toast. the shape of shoes. <laughs> it's what it, like, you get lots of different... <clears throat> oh, like Beef Wellington. No, not puns. Just food in the shape of shoes. We'd use special moulds for it. Not like Bumpus and Pa with their quirky fucking jellies. Oh, look, we've made the Sydney Opera House out of jelly and it's... it's Oh, it's not fruit-flavoured jelly. It tastes like asphalt and sand. Oh, I'm clever and a quirky little jelly boy. No, Bumpus and Pa. Not like that. This is like an omelette that looks like a sneaker or a sand... I hear that. Yeah. I eat an omelette that looks like a, like a shoe. Yeah, that's it. And not shoe pastry, it's not puns. It's not... It's just food shaped like shoes. And it's not a, It's not puns. What if you can get, like... You know how you can get, like, alphabet shapes and pasta? Like, alphabet pasta. Right, so not can alphabet get... shapes and pasta, but, like, alphabet shaped pasta. <laughs> it's not like... You know how you can get wax crayons and you can get jam. It's like you get wax crayon jam. You shouldn't. But uh, anyway, you don't call you pencil crayons pencil crayons, do you? You just call them crayons. What do you mean? Pencil crayons. Do you mean the ones that are actually pencils? And crayons. Or do you mean the ones that are crayons? Pencil crayons. Right, Crayola, for example. Like you picture, uh, it's all wax. Well, that's a got, wax. That's a wax crayon. And it's got a little bit of paper around it. That's just a crayon. That's a wax crayon. Now it's a crayon, mate. That's a wax crayon. It's a crayon. There's nothing else. Well, to what's it. a pencil crayon then? It's just coloured pencil. That's non. No. It's coloured pencils. That, what? Right, so a pencil, which looks like an ordinary, 
you know, lead pencil, mm. but it has in fact got a strip of colour running through yeah, the middle. That's a, pen- that's, a, that's a coloured pencil. That's a pencil crayon. Right, no, that's a coloured pencil. It's a pencil crayon. Right. A wax stick, yeah. which has a little pointed, you know, sharpened point, mm. and a little bit of paper around it, yeah. you know, with the logo and yeah, the yeah, name yeah. No, of the colour. Know, that's a crayon. No, that's a wax crayon. Nope. There, no, there exists <laughs> nope. the concept of crayons, and then there's a type of crayon that is wax and then there's a type of crayon fuck that off. is pencil. Fuck off. What do you there. mean, fuck off? No, no this is nonsense. What? Crayon means wax. No, it does not. Crayon means no, it does not. wax colouring stick. Fuck off, does it? It does. Right. No, it really does. What? Oh, my God, what are you doing? I'm getting, I'm getting chambers out. Talk to oh. the microphone. Convent. What, what Convent. The Coventry. Where does, where does that R live? I, I feel, ooh, um, ooh, what's that? After the letter Kreutzer. Q. Why are you like, hang on, was that actually helpful? <clears throat> right. Yes. Uh, cranny, crash, crass, crawl, crayfish, crayon. A pencil made of chalk, wax, or pipe clay, variously coloured used for drawing. A drawing done with crayons. Crayon. Chalk, wax, or pipe, pipe clay. Yeah, that's a bit weird. What? Not very helpful, Chambers. This is not very helpful. I still think like a pencil crayon is a... No. No, it's a coloured pencil. You get out the coloured pencils. Get the pencil crayons? No. I wonder if, is this a regional thing? Might be, actually. I wonder if it's a, like a Midlands thing versus the Yorkshire thing. Like the way that we've got the word ginnel and no one else does. Well, no, because we just use the word street because it's... But a ginnel's not a street, though. Well, we use an alley, then. Well, an alley's not a ginnel. Well, what's a ginnel? Nothing. What's a ginnel with you? Ginnel yeah. D's nuts. What's a um, what's a ginnel? It's a space between, usually between two houses, but it doesn't have to be. That's quite narrow. Pencil, a fine paintbrush. What? Okay, now we can both agree that that's pencil, bullshit. a writing or drawing instrument that leaves a streak of graphite, chalk, slate, or other solid matter. Uh, especially lead pencil. One of graphite enclosed in wood and sharpens as required. Small stick of various materials shaped like a lead pencil. For medical, cosmetic, or other purposes. Hang on a minute, fine, what are you looking at? Pencil? Yeah. A fine paintbrush. A small tuft of hairs. Nonsense. Oh, I suppose you could get a pencil brush, maybe. It's called a pencil crown. It's not. Pencil, oh, pencil compass. Anyway. Pencil lead, pencil moustache, pencil pusher, pencil sharpener. Hmm. kind of want some lasagna now. Should we have one Should for dinner? I could make lasagna for I could do a homemade one if you found it. Ah, you're a cat that wants lasagna and it's Monday and you're grumpy. Well, I'm not going to eat any now. Ah, I'm not making lasagna now. Ah, the loss is yours. <laughs> we should have called this guy in cat. <laughs> We should have done. So Garfield is reaching for, like, reaching into the lasagna. His eyes are wide open compared to he's the just, past he's two. Just, he's just going to shovel spoonfuls of it. Handfuls, not even spoonfuls. Yeah. Uh, his tongue is flopping out of his mouth. There is a bead of saliva flinging from the tongue. It's funny because because he's described it as nature's most perfect food, and lasagna is, of course, a very careful construction, it's which is a, quite complicated to make. It's not a naturally occurring it's not, product. It's not a naturally occurring food, and what? cats don't normally eat lasagna. Cats don't. Well, Cat probably would. If it's, it's a meat, meat lasagna, it's got yeah. a bit of cheese. It's often got garlic in, and you shouldn't give garlic to cats. No. Um, Garfield likes lasagna. If we were reading this many years ago, having not been boiled in the eggy water of Garfield's mm. pop cultural osmosis, this wouldn't be quite so sulphurous, would it? No, nice. Um, but it is because here we are. 
and I think you know we we can kind of position ourselves in the place of fresh reader in July fifteenth, nineteen seventy eight. But we're not in that place. We're, you, we're simultaneously here as well. Can you find that funny? No, I don't think so. I think for me, the the so so I think what what's kind of happened over the years is that the 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 delta between Garfield the cat and lasagna has become so small as to be almost like insignificant you know it, it's when you say are delta are you talking about like the difference um, you know like oh you're actually talking about um, differentiation yes i'm talking about the difference you're, you're, between you're them. using maths words yeah i thought you meant like a river delta <laughs> no i was like why is no so you're right trying to get so, Garfield, so Garfield has become synonymous with many things one of which is lasagna yes um this we even, can all agree. This we can all agree. Even at the time, um, I think I think the the kind of the strangeness of the contrast would have been startling at the time, but I don't think it would have been funny. It's not a thigh slapper. No, like, I, I don't think it would have been funny. I wouldn't howl. It was like a bit <clears> like, <throat> oh, look at this quirky cat. I guess. I, uh, I can you can you find Garfield funny? Is a really interesting In the question. year of our Lord's That might be next month's essay. I was going to say, what you're suggesting, like, or what I was going to say, like, can you separate Garfield from Garfield? Can you just look at the shapes and the images and enjoy those as they are? And then what I realised was saying, it, I was trying to say, can you apply a Brechtian lens to yeah. Garfield? Can, can you make the familiar strange? Can the, you the fremdung, the fremdungs effect, the fremdungs effect, the yeah. strange making device? And I was going to say we need that in order to experience. That's what Garfield. a lot of modern Garfield stuff is, you know. So That's like the this... internet, in the way that the internet has appropriated Garfield and made weird. Um, surreal things out of Garfield. That's an example of the Verfremdungs effect. I can't even. This say podcast it. is that. It is. Like yeah. what the strange making. We've definitely said yeah. this before, but yeah. this is a Brechtian interpretation of Garfield, where we try and divorce Garfield from I think the expectations. One, one way in which you could do that is to kind of ap- apply a, a Brechtian technique of um, desynchronization um, and kind of faffing about with chronology so if you took the three panels of this comic and then placed say the lasagna at the beginning and i'm just your average ordinary cat at the end then it kind of it, it takes it out of out of sequence what, which might be quite what more powerful desynchronization than discussing it in depth 40 years after the fact yeah that couldn't like yeah i know we've talked about brecht and, and the, the sort of brechtian approach before but what <clears throat> the goal of this podcast, in part, as well as getting us to have a chat. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> do, do other married couples need this? I don't think we need it. It's just nice to do. Okay. Um, like, is to make people laugh. It's nice when you, like, people have said, oh, I listened to this episode and I laughed. That's yeah, lovely. That's, that's, a, that's it's, just, a really... it's nice to just have some company in your ears, isn't it? We... We are making people laugh with Garfield. We are using Garfield to make people laugh. People are laughing because of Garfield, but not because of the strip. And yeah. that is because it is a Brechtian interpretation. A performance it is of a the perfor- text. A performance of the text. Yeah, I think that's actually, and I don't say this lightly, quite an astute observation. I think you've just done a little bit of lit crit without meaning to. I'm going to send this <laughs> this episode to my A-level drama teacher. <laughs> 
saying, "Dear Mr. Prescott, yeah. this is on you." This is a this is performative. I wonder if he'd want to be a guest. He's a lovely man. I'm sure, but I don't want to swear in front of your old drama teacher. I'd feel very guilty. Right, We'd have to have a clean episode with no swears and no, no cusses. No, Mr. Mr. Prescott was a. Would he do a cuss? Do he'd, I think he'd do a cuss. Okay. Yeah. That's very powerful. The cuss of the, the teacher. Of the teacher. <laughs> it's very, very powerful. Apparently, he once took a kid outside and like properly loudly bollocked them before bringing them back into the class. But just after he took them outside, he said, "I'm going." Like quietly said, "I'm going to loudly bollock you." Because the class needs to be, like, hear this. This isn't an actual bollocking. You don't Something. tell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why we need to have him on. And be like, sort your fucking life out. Wow. Davy P, you are the best. Drop this beat because it is so fresh. What's that from? I've no idea. Was it Saturday, you are the best. Was it Davy something? Davy D? It wasn't Mantronics. You're just saying half, noises. Half of the West. Yeah, you're just saying noises. So this, yeah, I. So what I did was I accidentally made a good point and then no, frantically backpedaled. Yeah, no, it is a good point about you know, and I think <clears throat> I think that's something about the the surrealness of like modern internet humour um, latches onto Garfield precisely because it's part of that kind of collective shared iconography, um, and that in itself is an act of iconoclasm. It's the democratization it's, of. Of culture and yeah, yeah, and it's kind of taking something which is ostensibly immutable and breaking it down into its constituent parts, examining those constituent parts in detail, and then performing an interpretation of them to create something new. Is it irony poisoning? Is it like the end goal of it's funny because it's not funny? I don't know that those are one and the same. I don't think irony poisoning is it's funny because it's not funny. I think that's that's a you know a kind of non-humor thing. Irony is something quite different. Um, irony is very self-conscious, very self-aware, and ultimately contributes to its own destruction, which is you know a kind of it's a a, a magnificent edifice built on its own foundations out of itself, which nonetheless participates in its own destruction. Does that does that apply to the irony of the internet age of? Because that that feels like, when I say irony poisoning, that that's what I mean. I mean like the the sheer. Oh, the nothing has meaning. Yeah, the, the, like the the, 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 the ultimate nihilist, the ultimate nihilist postmodernism. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's sort of what I'm thinking about in this essay as well, and kind of drawing back on what David Foster Wallace was writing about in 1990 in relation to the irony of television. Um, you know, in the kind of um, something which constantly has to keep reinventing itself ends up self-cannibalizing um and i think there's something in that for the you know the modern internet age next week's episode is going to be entirely in song yes something like that with puppets do you have a lot can you imagine a puppetry based podcast (laughs) (laughs) and they're all like sooty they're all yeah (laughs) but you can have a duck going <laughs> you just look so pleased with your little quack. It's absolutely adorable. Do you find this funny? No. Do you find it charming? I like I like the first panel. I like, I like the way the he looks. Panel. I think yeah. the presentation. I think Garfield using the visual language of a newscaster. 
it, I think so it's cute. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it is funny. It's funny. Those are funny. Um, and and I can I think what I can see is like, in a kind of cool detachment, I can understand the way in which humour could be derived from a cat liking lasagna. Yes. But the problem is that I it's I've absorbed so much of that as a cultural artifact yep. that I can no longer place myself in the position of seeing it as anything other than a commercial expression of um pabulum. Of, of pabulum, yeah. Of something as as we've said before, something, you know, kind of um something self consciously constructed to to sell in 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 a, a highly capitalist marketplace. When I when I first saw this, I genuinely thought fuck's sake this is this is the beginning of the end like ah jesus christ because because of that because it's so hard to divorce yourself yeah from the the just like it is known that garfield likes lasagna it is that that's an axiom yeah you it's yeah. For, that is not information any more than the sky is blue yeah yeah it's just there it's yeah as you say, it's axiomatic. It's it's why the name Sea Cargo doesn't work for a city that's under the sea, because the sea is no, that's no, that's different. I agree, but that's different. How so? Well, because see, that's not axiomatic. That's just an irritation, like me with small bicycles. <laughs> you would be irritating if you had small bicycles. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd be annoyed that someone had lumbered me with all these small bicycles. Look, I've got other stuff to do, and so has everyone else. They've got more eggs to boil. That's true. If you start boiling an egg now, because presumably you've eaten the first... Boil it now! Put, put the egg in boiling water now, and in six minutes I'll tell you when it's done for a soft-boiled egg. This is a two-boiled egg podcast. It's like a three-pipe problem with Sherlock Holmes. Anyway, we should wrap up. Eggs. The cocaine of podcasts. You've, you've, you've gone one. I have. That... Yeah, I, can, I know. There's nothing more to say about it's... it. It is what it is. It's simultaneously an absolute nothing and um, a cultural artifact of late 20th century Americana. When at the start of this podcast. But it's intangible as well. This is digital. We're looking at it digitally. It's intangible. It was mass produced. There's something Warhol about it. In our interpretation of it, but not in the original artifact, and this is what I mean about that kind of that interesting Brechtian distancing. When at the start of this podcast, I said that this is the only Garfield podcast that you and I do, and you said, "Oh well, now you've said that, we can't do any other Garfield podcasts," and I said that the work of fuck me, this is touching on Sartre. The 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 this issue doesn't prune the branches of the like th this mm. issue this mm. issue this episode doesn't affect future episodes and that's sort of what's happening here this comic as a as a single piece is great it's fine it's not great it's it exists it exists it 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 would have raised a smile but because it's so everywhere it's it's almost its own undoing. There's a Sartre quote along the lines of, the self which I am depends on the self that I am not yet. No. The self that I'm not yet depends on the self that I am to the exact extent that the self that I am does not depend on the self that I'm not yet. 
Yeah. It, it's that, about fucking yourself irony. over. Yeah. And it feels like this is This is what I mean about This has poisoned itself over time. Yeah. Radiation poisoning. It's something interesting about the um the, about iconography, you know, and and the the secular iconography of late capitalism. Should we look at the comments and see what other worse idiots yeah, have to say then. about this? Um, just quickly, because there's 36 of them. 30, they, I'm, I'm not going I'm through quite looking them. forward oh, to God. these. Right, okay. Rakav, over 12 years ago, and here begins Garfield's lifelong affection for lasagna, putting it in far more Yeah, I was going to say, saying exactly what we've yeah. said. There are two replies to that. Yep, it's the first mention of lasagna ever in Garfield, says Stretched Garfield about a year ago. Also says Stretched Garfield about a year ago. <laughs> the lasagna looks kind of weird. It's not wrong. We're, fuck. Yeah, we've. We said everyone else is just succinctly stating what we've, we've been showed ourselves about. to be clowns and fools. Mazda fan one, hooray! Hooray! The start of it all. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can twiz. There, Jim's imagination at work. Yeah. Calvin Hobbes rocks forever. Is this the first lasagna strip? I love those. It says oh. that the first comment says here it begins does, Garf. Yeah. Ooh. Who doesn't love lasagna says Trigger Happy. Six replies. Shit oh is clearly God. kicking off. I Captain hate Cor- it. I hate it. Captain Corgi scribbles, tries to educate Captain Corgi by saying, you're missing out. Lasagna is great. Uh, Zool White 19 replies to Scribbles saying, they sure are. Colon 3. Um, maybe they're referring to lasagna as the pasta sheets maybe, rather than the pasta yeah. dish. Um, at someone on the internet, brackets, I'm a bad speller. I kind of like it, says D7281. Mm. Uh, and then they follow up with, I tried this a week ago. It became my favourite snack, but I stopped eating it for a while. Is lasagna a snack? No, I it's a snack meal. On lasagna. It's a meal. In my opinion, lasagna to me is raisins to Garfield. Raisins are also that bad in opinion, too. What? Right, whatever says. Hang on. Reply to this brackets winter themed clothes. In my brackets. opinion, lasagna to me is raisins to Garfield. I presume that Garfield doesn't like raisins. I think this is a question from the Mensa application. <laughs> and and you've got to like through inference yeah. work out what lasagnas are to raisins. Sonic wind, and so we are introduced to Garfield's never ending love of lasagna. Oh my god, why do these people feel the need to comment on the fact that Garfield the cat is fucking eating his first fucking lasagna log off all of you cat says to a mirror yeah um mike hike bet his cat actually did this mm. comics master 1000 and a new love interest was born for garfield he doesn't fuck the lasagna it would be too hot galactic yoshi easily led i want some lasagna well we were saying that earlier Shit. Are the, are the, are the comments the, the podcast episode in microcosm? Fuck. There's a weird kind of... There's a synthesis to it, isn't there? It's a bit Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Somebody's like Somebody spends their life's work doing something and then discovers that the thing that they spent their life's work doing or life's work reporting on Has been... describes what, the, what they themselves would do in working on their life's work. Yes. Uh, Angel Princess, and from here starts Garfield's lifelong favourite food. Yes. First appearance of Garfield's lover's lasagna, says R. Tucker. Skater, says... Am I? July 15th, 1978. The start of Garf lasagna obsession. His trademark. Look at this person using the language of, like, capitalist protection of property. It's become so deeply ingrained. Shit, that's that's pretty yeah. dark. Speaking of pretty dark, Dark Ages, almost nine years ago, says the first ever lasagna comic is here. Comics master. Lasagna introduced! Ugh. Dark light. Um, you're not a normal cat, Garfield. 
interestingly enough, it feels like that person has actually got to the heart of the strip more than everyone yelling the word lasagna. And then Flipnote19 replies with, That's the joke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Garfield hearts lasagna. Garfield does. Uh, why did Jim Davis choose lasagna? Did he like it? Did his cat like it? NCHAR8156. I think you'll find it's Garfield choosing the lasagna, not Jim Davis, the artist. Garfield likes lasagna. Yeah, I don't like the way that he suspended my disbelief. Ruined it. Or rather, yeah. That's the wrong kind of brick. Done the other. You've not. Love you've not to laugh. Me. The first strip about lasagna. Oh my god. I am Sea Monkey. So it begins. Beat, beat, beetles be the sacred text. Those are some sounds that I just made with my mouth. The sacred text, yeah, though. This is what I That's... mean. It, it, iconography. This is why I don't use the term lightly. I just don't like how how this comments section is a tiny representation. I mean, it's partly that, that we're picking up and on and discussing. Very like, obvious themes. Not just very... I don't think it's just very obvious themes, but I think this is what cultural criticism is. It's kind of, you know, examining the zeitgeist, taking something apart, looking at the individual pieces in unnecessary detail, and then, you know, taking it... You know, taking the watch apart to see where the tick is. Um, there's a rep- oh. reply to that. Uh, there's not. There's just a heart. Oh, right. Someone liked that comment. Arlingo Comics brackets. Immune to cyberbullying. Brackets. Oh, are you? Hashtag save Big Nate for it is they again. Why would Jim pick lasagna for Garfield? Does Jim like lasagna too? Garfield chose lasagna. And so it begins. The extinction of noodle sandwiches with cheese and sauce in between. I think that's his description or this person's description of lasagna. Is lasagna a noodle? It's a pasta, it's not a noodle. It's I think a long, pasta is a but kind it's wide. Of a noodle, but noodle, a pasta, noodle refers to noodle. thin things. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Lasagna's not a noodle. No. Don't be an idiot, Nathan Swan. Uh, Arlingo Comics, immune to cyberbullying, uh, logs back in a year later to post yum, colon P. Rates, uh, formerly hmm. Arta Pashkov, I speak Yoda, very natural. Again, very some natural. sounds I've just made with my mouth. Uh, I sort of like lasagna, says Winky Face, open brackets, no more green haired kid, close brackets, open brackets, BGHK, close brackets. Uh, <laughs> seven months ago, I'm just waiting for Wangberry, you misspelled my name, Wangberry, and Brain Mage to get up to this one. Colon P, PS, boo. <laughs> and that disrespect for our listeners. Comes only from Catherine. I'm I'm grateful. Thank you, sir. I hope that <laughs> you liar. <laughs> uh, I hope that this was uh, everything that you wanted it to be. Catherine has several times through this podcast mentioned an essay. Yeah, it's Catherine. Be up in tell the next... me about this essay. It's going to be up in the next few days. Where's um, it going to be up? What's this essay? Tell on us Patreon. about it. I'm just I'm just sort of doing a big mind blurge about. Some stuff. What Catherine is saying is that if you go to patreon.com forward slash IDLM podcast, you can support the podcast on patreon.com slash IDLM podcast. For £3 a month, you get episodes a week early. For £6 a month, you get episodes a week early and access to an essay written by Catherine, which is a critical... Not degustation. It's a, Dissection. It's a, a brain fart. A critical brain fart from somebody who is very, very smart. Um, and what? No, don't look at me like that. You are. You just don't exhibit it ever. 
You can, you just choose not to. Yeah, it's mostly like helping me keep my aura in while I'm taking a year out from my MA. And if you are Jim Davis, you can also sign up to £10,000 a month, only if you're Jim Davis, yeah. and you only get fewer benefits Davis. than the £6 a month thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those episodes... Nope. Those essays will be released once a month. Mid- middle of the month so the month. probably... I mean, we're recording in this on... 14th. 14th, so probably in the over the course of the next few days. It'll be around about the 15th, 16th, 17th of the month, yep. give or take. But bear with me, because I have got other stuff to do as well, but it'll be around about the middle of the month. If you'd like to support us, that'd be lovely. It's primarily to help us um, afford hosting, but also to just make us do it. Because yeah. knowing that people have put their own gosh darn hard-earned cash money into this means that we do have to sit down and record it. And, you know, we yeah, we do sit down and record it, and like this is our time and Garfield expertise that people are paying for. <laughs> I can hear the Patreon subscribers cancelling because of that. Do not... The last thing you can demand is respect, Catherine. By all means, demand money. Do not demand respect. On that note, two people who do not require respect um, and require only open mockery for their choices have supported us on Patreon. So thank you very much to Chris Butler. Thank you, Chris Butler. And thank you also to Murdo Homewood. That is very kind of both of you. Thank you for that. Thank you very much for that. If you would like to support the podcast in a non-financial way, you can leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. No, Apple Podcasts. It really helps, yeah. It does. Yeah. It gets it. It gets this in front of us. Oh, God, stop boiling the egg. Oh, no, it's... Oh, shit. That's a hard-boiled sandwich egg. Is you forgot. Oh. Yeah, that's, a, that's a sandwich egg. But it's okay. It's okay. You can put it in some cold water, crack it open, slice it up, have it in a nice sandwich with a bit of salad cream. Okay. It'll be all right. Will it be all right? Yeah. If it's scotch, if you're going to scotch <laughs> the egg, do you need to boil it less? Um, if I'm making scotch eggs, um, I boil them with a little bit of a soft centre um, so that they're like robust enough to take the shape of the... Um, you know the sausage meat on the outside. We mm. haven't had those in ages. We should have some next weekend. Oh no, I'm away next weekend, but we should have some. Let's let's make a day of it. Yeah. So you can leave us ratings and reviews um, and yeah, tell people do. about it to inflict them on really this. Really appreciate that. Uh, you can also find Cat Kelly on Twitter, um, and also N- not so much at the moment. Well, no, because it's poison. Yeah. Uh, but you can find her on Twitter. On the bad place. Um, at Wangleberry, you can also go to chickenscratch.co.uk to buy some of her art. Lovely smiling bottoms with little rosy cheeks, yep. pleasant looking birds saying, you got this. Just generally really nice things from an independent artist. Yep. Uh, Catherine, where can people find me? Please give the same sales pitch about the shit that I churn out into the world. Oh god, um, they can, this feels like an exam. Yeah. They can find you on Twitter at Brain Mage. Um, okay. uh, watch your crossword streams on twitch.tv forward slash brain mage which happen around about one o'clock every every kind of every weekday week, give or take one o'clock uk time PM, yeah. give or take say something nice about those streams well, i dare you about to they're Were very you? they're very do you know what actually there's a really lovely community of folks who kind of gathered around watching a, a sad man struggle with words which like, is oh my god happened. um but yeah the people on on the chat are really lovely and it's it's a nice time um and every now and then i get to just you, flood the crossword with foul language. You've got rude words, don't so, you? That's, that's quite fun. Well, that's it, really. I'm still not sure how I feel about this. What, it's, the strip? The it's it's almost impossible to, to separate think, the yeah. the art from the... Not the art from the artist, but the art from the impact that the art had 
on the world and by the, extension on itself. The stone that was dropped into the pond created an infinite ripple, but the ripples have become so um, so merged into each other that the pond appears still. What? It's a metaphor, isn't it? Never mind. I sh- what? <laughs> Surely the stone would have changed because of the ripples. Maybe. It's weird as a look at. Maybe. It's a bad stone now. It's it was a good like, stone. It's shaped like Garfield. A stone shaped like Garfield yeah. thrown into an infinite yeah. river. Of lasagna. I feel like there were points where we actually said something in this podcast. And I feel like we did not stick the landing. <laughs> well, that's uh, entirely on, a, on brand. Catherine, um, what day is it today? Uh, it is actually Monday. How do you feel about that? I'm very distressed. <laughs> 